This podcast right here is called I Said What I Said with Joe and Janelle. Where we talk about any and all sports. Right now, it's college, it's college football and the Dallas Cowboys. What's up, Janelle? What's up, good people? How you been doing? Trying to make it. You know how it go. Sometimes life, life, get, life get in the way and you got things to do and Hell, I'm just trying to make it. Same, 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 same. Right on. Glad to be back. Yep. A lot of things done transpired since we last got together. The biggest thing is this 33-13 to win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Come on, them boys. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it after the 49er win that we would go on this run that we going on? I would. I surely didn't see it. Right. You mean the forty nine er loss? That's what I mean. The forty nine er beatdown that we took. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And who would have thought that you know at one time the Eagles were what one of only four teams that were undefeated? Um. You know. I guess the surprise came when the Jets beat them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe that's where the time came. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they. You know what? The, the Eagles. It's funny how a couple of weeks to change your perception of a team. You know where the Eagles was ten and one, and everybody was talking about Jalen Hurts being clutch. The Eagles' numbers on defense and offense never looked good. They never. They never were good as a ten and one team. But you know. Everybody was saying, myself included, was that, hey, they still find a way to win. That's a clutch team. After you get beat down by your rivals two games in a row, I think everybody look at that team and, like, say, they wasn't clutch. They was just barely winning. You see the difference, right? When you clutch, it's like, oh, that, that that's a championship team. They, right. they, they, they just know how to get it done. Well, when you get beat. Two times like that, it's going. Nah, they they might not be no championship team. They they squeaking by. You right. Know. Well, I told somebody. I said my podcast, but it said the NFL stand for not for long. Not for long, <laughs> Roger that. Roger that. That is, so, I mean, yeah. Things things Everything things has taken a turn. Oh yeah, things change. Yeah, yeah, for real. Because the whole uh, Eagles, Bills. Dolphins, Detroit, that's that's a heck of a gauntlet. You know, five weeks ago, we thought, man, they're going to get killed. Right. Well, we beat the Eagles. Uh, Miami lost to the Titans by a point, by one point. Um, the Bills been struggling as of late. And then uh, uh, Detroit lost to the Bears. So hmm. it don't look yeah. so, you know, it don't look so tough right now, you know. But I think we're getting ahead of. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing us out away from the game. But what did you think about the game? What did you like about the game? You know, um, I, you know, I liked it a lot because it, it looked like, you know, Jack was comfortable, um, like he had picked up a stride that. You know, he didn't necessarily 
have before um, in the previous games with the Eagles. Um, and I just liked he had some really positive commentary after that game um, about his own style of play and Mike McCarthy. And, uh, you know, from what I could tell from his rhetoric, it's, he feels that that, you know, that there's been a, they've done, you know, they've made a lot of changes. And, um, yeah, I'll do a better job. I have a great deal to do with that. I'll do a better job of finding that audio for you, the exact audio for you next time. I've been a bad producer today. Uh, uh, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, you know, the, the, the thing about it is we talked about it before how he, he started being more mobile after the, after the San Francisco game. And Dak just plays better when he, when he's trying to shake and bake, you know, he is a big dude, but he can move around. But, you know, he, he knows now that he can't stand in the pocket and be successful in that offense cause, especially the right tackle. It's not getting it done. You know, Steele is a good guy, but he's playing hurt. And uh, he's really playing on one leg, and Dak knows that. So, Dak's, you know, Dak's timing is, is sped up. He realizes, all right, I got to get out of this pocket. I can't stand here and throw the ball. And, man, he's just been better on the run. He just, he just looked a whole lot healthier to me. You know, we talked about last year, we talked about how he couldn't roll out. I mean, not last year, year before last, where he couldn't roll out. And because he, you know, he was coming back from injury. And then last year he was more, I'm going to stand in his pocket and do what I'm supposed to do. And this year, this year he done upped his game because he's shaking and baking and he moving around because he got to, you know, you don't have no choice. Uh, I thought the offense played good too. I thought that uh, number four is is showing some super confidence. You you really don't know because the Cowboys in the past, when we don't win twelve and five or whatever, remember we used to win and then beat the beat the bad teams and then lose to somebody we weren't supposed to, and then the good teams would kick our butt. Yeah. Okay. What you What you ask me earlier? Can we believe in these guys? Can we get excited? Yeah, yeah. I think I think more excited. I think we can get more excited than we have been because. I don't know how you feel. I feel like I have a little more faith in these guys. I feel like I'm buying into these guys. Oh, for sure. And like I said, I mean, you know, just Dak's comments alone about how, you know, he's been playing quarterback for this long, but not really understanding the things that he's learned just in this season alone to do and being under Mike McCarthy's, you know, coaching abilities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something I that came to mind when he made that comment was what you said. You we've said on you've really said on this is that Deck wasn't coached before, right? Yeah. yeah. He really wasn't being coached. Yeah. And so I think, you know, I don't know about your opinion, but I think that's showing now that he's being coached. Oh yeah, you're right. Amen to that. Cause you know, he he kinda got he kinda got to run the show. Tony Romo ran the show. And, you know, Dak been been there long enough to, to pick what he want to do. I think him and Keller Moore, I've said it a million times, that they was buddies. And, yeah. hey, man, what you want to run today? Hey, man, what you want to run today? Now, nah, let's run this. All right, that looks good. I think that's how he was getting coached. I think Mike is more like, man, if you trust me, 
if you trust me, we can do this together. Because basically, they was both Dak playing for his next contract, which he going to get, and McCarthy is playing for his, his Dallas Cowboy future. Because I don't think, I don't think you know, if he gets fired from the Cowboys, he's going to have to take over a raggedy team if he get another job. You know, that's usually what happens. But right. if, if he can win within that structure, man, he can write his own ticket in Dallas or anywhere else because they can't everybody coach for Jerry Jones. Yeah, we're not going to start that conversation. All right, then. That's fine. But, you uh, know, if you want to segue to something that nah, I, I told you I was surprised about. Okay. <laughs> which is that Ring of Honor situation. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, they said it would never happen, but it happened. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy getting yeah. in. Well, did we we didn't talk about that before. We hadn't talked about we that. Didn't. Okay. We uh uh Yeah, it's kinda wild to me because you put uh you you put Demarcus Ware in and man, I could just go off on how many people I think should be in and that ain't in. But you put DeMarcus Ware in, and I think Jimmy got t- – I mean, I think Jerry got tired of people asking him, when is Jimmy coming? When is Jimmy coming? When is Jimmy coming? And maybe them guys just finally buried the hatchet. You know, when is Jimmy going to get in there? And why ain't Nate Newton in there? Right. See, you know, the who uh, the question is, who do you think was the better Cowboy, Nate or DeMarcus? I think DeMarcus – where is a good guy? He never getting. He never got no trouble. But I don't think he should have got in before Nate. Right. You know, they got the same amount, just about the same amount of Pro Bowls and All Pro, and they dominated at the position. But it's a, you know, it's some people in there that ain't in there, and I think Nate should be in the Hall of Fame too. But uh, yeah, it's about time with Jimmy. What was your thoughts on it? You thought it was? What you, you think it was, they they got through being petty or what? Mm, you know, I tell people. I, you know, you say they being petty. I think that's that they is more who and that's Jerry Jones. Um, I don't know a lot of people who've seen his 30 for 30 ESPN, but that's when it came out. Truly why he even had beef with, G- with Jimmy Johnson. And it was because he felt Jimmy was getting all the credit when they won the Super Bowls. Well, man, he the coach. So, well, I mean, well, well, wait, nobody... Wait. Wait, wait. Nobody acknowledges the general manager. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> yeah, see that that's a that's a man. You don't hit the sweet spot of arguments right now. Because yeah, Jerry Jerry deserves yeah, they 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 acknowledge the general manager. They do acknowledge the could the coach gets the lion's share of the credit, but without a general manager and the owner you know, you don't do anything because how many owners do you know in the NFL by name? You know, I, I, I can think of a few, but Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones. That's it. That's all. That's the most popular names you're going to hear. Right. Because those guys, you know, those teams won. They got big-time franchises. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just thought that whatever I look at the argument – yeah, you be thinking it's Jerry, and a lot of people think that, but I think it's two hard-headed dudes myself because you got to respect the coach, and the coach got to respect the boss, and that's just kind of how I look at it. But I, I do see a lot of people's point when they say it's Jerry, Jerry, but shit, Jimmy Jimmy was 
Jimmy was making people mad too. You know, he, he was kind of hard headed too. So I think if they could have kept lightning in a the bottle, they'd have won most Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, and look, it's been over a decade now. So I don't know. You, they, you can say what you want to say, but if it don't happen soon, then I feel like the naysayers, it's got to be something because there's only a common denominator, one common denominator. Yeah, yeah. I think them guys, I think, I think, uh, I, I think he going in. It's going to be all good. It's going to be a big celebration and all that. But man, yeah, like I said, it, it, that is that is the sweet spot. That is the sweet spot of of a good argument. Is who's who's to blame? You know, I had a I had a co-driver one time, and we was delivering in San Antonio, and we had about ten stops to do in San Antonio and come back home. We must have argued about that nine and a half stops before oh, we wow. we just decided, you know what? Let's go to our neutral corners, and we ain't talking about this no more. Don't bring it up no more. <laughs> Two guys working together, you know, in the same truck. Right. But right. Uh, yeah, that's why I say when I when I heard you say that, I was like, ooh, yeah, that's a, that's the sweet spot. Yeah, it's easy to blame just Jerry, but. It take two to tango. I think you know them guys. You, you know, another thing is when you buddies, lifelong friends, and stuff right. goes south between you. Don't it really go south? Right. You know, right. I got it's more. It's more on the line than just the yeah. You get the, you, the you, work atmosphere. Yeah, you get hurt. Them guys was roommates and college teammates, and they they got in this thing together and. He felt like he was disrespected, and the other guy felt disrespected. You, you hurt. You hurt. It hurts more deep when somebody you love cuts you. So there might be some of that going and going on in there. Yeah, you got a point. It's possible. Yeah, you know I feel some type of way. So yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I ain't, I ain't even mad at you. I thought that was pretty good right there. I, I, I ain't mad at you. So we played the Buffalo Bills next. And Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, there's some beef there. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely some beef there. The, the, the Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills. Stephon Diggs, the best receiver for the Bills. Stephon is just, man, what a, lack of a better term. He he wishy-washy. He sometimey. He whatever you want to say. He back and forth. You know, Josh Allen, I love him. He my teammate. He's the best quarterback in the world. He don't get the ball. Hell, even if he get it enough, he still be like you. You throw him nine, nine, ten passes, and you throw two to somebody else, and he don't get targeted. He like, man, trade me. I quit. Get me out of here. You know, post on social media. He done cussed out coaches. He done cussed out the quarterback. He done cussed out reporters. He don't care. You know, he might. He might. Kick the kick the ball boy in the behind. I don't know. He he fighting with everybody over there. So that's which which one of those guys is gonna show up? Because he was he was quoted saying, "Don't count us out," you know, because we got chance. We you know don't count us out. We're a championship team and all that. Well, you got to stop being moody. And that's okay. one of the, one of the things I hope that uh, he act up on because that's where going back to the Eagles game. That's where the Eagles started fighting each other. They start fighting each other on the sideline. They start arguing. A.J. Brown, you know, A.J. Brown is, is volatile. I don't know why in football receivers got to be that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know they why it's like that. Uh, most receivers is moody like that, or they divas, and I, I don't know if that's just the position, I guess. But that's what's happening in Buffalo. But uh, I think I think the Cowboys ought to do well in Buffalo because they playing two running quarterbacks back-to-back. It would be different to me. It would be different if you played Jalen Hurts, you know, and then three or four weeks later you got Josh Allen. Cause they both similar. Jalen, Josh Allen is way, Josh Allen is just, he's way bigger than Jalen Hurts. He's like 6'5", 240. And he, he kind of runs over people, which he gonna get enough of that. You know, NFL stand for not for long. Quarterbacks don't last long when they run like Josh Allen cause he don't slide. But, uh, I think the Cowboys will do a good job of containing him. Uh, I think the Cowboys' defense ain't going to worry about it because the weather's supposed to be good in Buffalo. It's supposed to be 44 in Buffalo, which is not cold in Buffalo. That might well be 70 degrees if you live in Buffalo. Because usually, you know, it's been – I've seen games played in minus one. Snow. Yeah, in the snow, minus one, you know, minus 10. You know, just they don't care. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think, it, I think it ought to be good. I think it ought to be a good game. I think so too. I think um, you know. I think it remains to be seen because I, I, you know, I just hope and pray we don't take them lightly, right? Yeah. Just because you know. Well, everybody says on a winning streak. Everybody says that. I'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping they don't either. I'm, I'm thinking they done learned their lesson. I'm thinking they want to chase Philadelphia. You know, I think they, I think they motivated. You know. Are they going the question is are they going to win big time or are they going to lose well you know play well and still lose all right we good I just I just you know I, I've said before that uh, this is a good preview this is a good test for them cuz it's going to be in a hostile atmosphere and it's going to be in some cold weather and you're going to play a good team which bodes well for the Cowboys win, lose, or draw, because it's a preview of what's going to come if you got to play Philadelphia at Philadelphia, you know, a third time in the playoffs. Yeah, we know Philly got the worst fans there are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's cold up there. But the Cowboys don't have no fear of Philadelphia. I think they might be shaking a little bit when it comes to the 49ers, but they don't have no fear of Philadelphia. It's not even a mental challenge for them. You know, even the first game they lost, they screwed that up more than Philadelphia took the game. Right. So, you know, uh I was I was so pleased with that game. Um I got I got cousins that Philadelphia fans. I got a couple of Facebook friends that Philadelphia fans and boy it was crickets. Hmm. You know, it was crickets on there. Yeah, I ain't heard nothing. When we, you know, when we lose, everybody like, ah, screw the Cowboys, yada, 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 blankly, blank, blank, blank the Cowboys. You know, Philadelphia lose to the Jets. I didn't care. I mean, I care, but I don't care enough for me to comment, go to their page and put stuff on there. That's what people do. That's crazy. He's got so many haters, you know, that's Cowboy fans. I mean, that's that's not <laughs> Cowboy fans. Just, no, they, they just, undercover Cowboy fans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I give them the business about that too, um, but yeah, I think I think the Bills are gonna be a good test for them. I think, um, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't predict too many games, but 
I think the Bills will be a good test for them. I think they're going to, I hate to say it, Mom, I think I'm bad luck. How about this? How about I don't say nothing? How about that? <laughs> I just leave it right there. I'm going to let you say it. I'm going to let you say it. Because every time I, I said they was going to mollywop the, the, the doggone uh, Seahawks, well, they won, but I think I'm bad luck when I start predicting them games because you know I'm a Cowboy fan. But I'm going to keep my mouth off the Cowboys. I'm going to let you go with that. What do you, you think? I, I'm i thinking, you know, I'm in favor of the Cowboys, of course, as usual. So I'm thinking it's going to be a pretty tight game. Because I think, you know, the Bills are going to come in wanting to prove something. Mm-hmm. And so I think it'll be a, a close game. I really do. But I'm thinking like a... Maybe like a twenty-eight, fourteen. Cowboy, yeah. cowboy, cowboys win. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna abstain from picking anything because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of getting my butt kicked on that anyway. <laughs> so you know, it's okay. You know, we haven't been keeping an official score. So. Yeah, yeah. We don't need one. I know what I know what it is. Uh, uh, what about Dak and his um, MVP, the MVP shot, his shot at MVP? Um, oh, I definitely think he's in the conversation for sure because I think he's he's made such an improvement, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he definitely is in the conversation. Well, he kind of he kind of by himself. Him and it's gonna be it's gonna be as it should be between him and Brock Purdy, because okay. both both of those guys are winning, and both of them guys got the numbers. See, Jalen Hurts don't really have the numbers, and I told people all year long that Jalen Hurts is wearing a knee brace, and that little that little brotherly shove or tush push that little formation they do on fourth down, I think that's a lot of reason he hurt. You know, because mm. they running him like that. They run no design runs. It's one of them plays he fumbled on last week. But I think Jalen been hurt the whole year. And if you don't rest him, then that stuff don't get, you know, it, it ain't going to never be whole. Like, you're not going to go back to 100%, but you can get him back to 80. You can get him back to 90, but you got to rest him. But they got Marcus Mariota backing him up, and I ain't nobody got no confidence in him. So... I think the MVP is uh, between Brock Purdy and Dak. Okay. And I think okay. Dak got to catch him. Because, okay. Because. Uh, yeah, because the 49ers were hot there for a minute. Mm-hmm. And they were one of the undefeated teams um, starting out. Well, so. they, they kicked the crap out of the two best teams in the NFC. And see, sometimes to me, uh, if you're the most valuable player on the best team, that's pretty much a sign of MVP because they can't do nothing without Brock. And, like, we can't do nothing without Dak. If we had to beat the 49ers and had a better record than the 49ers, I'd say Dak is a shoe-in for MVP. But because Brock is on the best team and they win out and he played well, I don't think Dak is going to win the MVP because of that. Now, do he deserve it? Yeah. 
Is he playing at an MVP level? Heck yeah. Yeah, for real. Uh, the, the win against the Eagles. They put the bills down. If he win this whole thing, it's going to be hard not to give it to him. But just because Brock Purdy is playing on the best team, I think that's why he'll probably end up getting it. And I would agree with that because they beat us twice now, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, Dak is just, I mean, he play, I'm. I don't know. I can't. As hard as I was on him at the end for the beginning of the year and then last year, and it's like, man, he balling. I mean, he playing. The numbers show. Everything show. I mean, I think Dak is in line for a uh, at least a really good season if he don't win the MVP or MVP type season if he don't win the MVP. You know where he's just playing, and and this is, you know, the funny thing is you watch him last year. And at the beginning of the year, and you just going, man, we got to watch this crap again. We got to watch and play. And I mean, how's it for you? Because for me, it's like I'm excited to see what the offense going to do. I'm excited to see them play now. You oh, know? for sure. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like that's what I said. I mean, it's it's he even, him coming to the podium and the way he's talking, you know, it's more like, you know, we're taking it one game at a time, but we, you know, we're enjoying the process. He was even talking about, you know, I've been playing this game for seven years now, and I'm actually still learning some stuff and didn't even know I could do this and that, you know? Yeah. So just that talk alone, I think he's even got, like, a fresh, Yeah, okay, okay. You You think he got a joy, you think his joy for the game is reborn? Right. Well, you're going to need sure. that to be the Cowboys quarterback. And then maybe come, maybe he, I, you know, I, I buy into that. Maybe you're right. He is having some, you are right. He, he is having some fun. Cause when he get up there, yeah, here we go. You know, when he's doing <laughs> all, it's like, man, it's just, it's, it's a cadence, but it's like, it's just almost right. like he having fun out there. Right. And you know, exactly. it ain't, all, it ain't always been fun for him as the Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Man, you know, it ain't always been fun when he first started, you know, and when the Cowboys didn't support him, you know, they got rid of all his receivers before they got Amari Cooper. And everybody was going, man, we need to get a guy that can throw the ball. We need to get a quarterback. Well, whatever. He always been able to do that. You know, he just ain't. Last year was obviously an outlier for him, all them turnovers and stuff, you know, so. He, like I said, I think he's, like you said, having fun and for the, you know, this season. And it's, it's, it shows. It shows. Well, the whole team, to me, also, they very, they, I don't want to say cocky, but, man, they just, they just, I don't know. They just, they just clowning, man. I mean, Jake Ferguson. Oh, uh, I was about to say your boy Ferguson, boy. Yeah, yeah. he was showing out. Yeah, showing out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jake, Jake got that dog in him. I, lo- I, I like Jake. Jake gonna. I always say Jake gonna be Jake. Jake doing Jake stuff. Uh, yeah. Jake, Jake catch the ball, jump over you. Jake get up, and throw that first down. When he was slapping Seahawks with that arm. When he was throwing first down, you know, against the Eagles, he was talking noise. And, you know, even right. that. That gets somebody face. The whole team juiced up. 
Well, and uh, I feel like, you know, Bland, he had to come in and cover, and he's been doing good. And Well, Bland has been doing good, but also they've been switching Gilmore to the best receiver. Yeah. Gilmore, Gilmore shut DK Metcalf down, uh, down against, Seahawks, against the Seahawks, and he also shut uh, – Anthony Brown down. I mean, Anthony Brown had a good game, but most of them yards was empty toward the end of the game. But Anthony Brown pissed him off. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, Anthony, they got it. They was in a heated exchange. Anthony Brown called him old. Oh, not the O word. <laughs> yeah, he did. He called him old. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude don't talk a lot. I'll no. show you old. Yeah, he did. He so did. Yeah, I know. He's, I'm old mean I know all the tricks <laughs> in the book. And you ain't right. finna do, you ain't exactly. finna do, you ain't finna do nothing tonight. No, what is it? I can work smarter when you be working hard. <laughs> yep, yep. Work, work smarter, not harder. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's what that wisdom will do for you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he been playing at a high level. And yeah. uh yeah, so the Cowboys look good. Um I was gonna say we was talking about yeah, we was talking we got on we got on sidetrack talking about the the defense again. But yeah, I think I think Mr. Prescott is obvious to everybody that he playing well. Uh Cam Newton said some silly things and Cam qualified to talk about quarterbacking. He can do that, but I'm you know, just about everybody in the world disagree with him because he was talking about that Dak Prescott was a game manager. And what, hmm. a, what a, you know, what an NFL game, when they say a quarterback is a game manager, that means that he's trying not to screw nothing up so y'all can win. You know, like he don't, he's not a factor in helping you win. He's just making sure that he don't do nothing to make you lose. Now, how do that hmm. sound? How do that sound? That's crazy. He not he ain't managing no you know, he not playing like that. You know, they not he not really dumping off no passes. He's slinging that thing downfield. He moving around. He leading that team. A game manager don't do that. A game manager is just kind of a quarterback that you know he ain't spectacular, but he get the ball out to his players. And he kinda of tried to call Brock Brock Purdy a game manager. But that's not true because Brock throwing that thing too. People just talking noise he, about. I think he just named. It sounded like he named off several people. He, he did put he, Tua in the conversation. Yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, well, he can keep Tua in that conversation. If, in my opinion, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, people think I'm crazy, but you can't. I'm not sure that if you. Okay, if you if you let's play let's play what if what if you took Dak put him in Miami offense and take Tua and put him in our offense? Some of those throws that Dak is attempting Tua can't make, and not that Dak got the biggest arm in the world, but he would be a lot more explosive than they are in the, in the Miami offense. But I'm not sure Tua would do the same. You know, I'm just I'm. I think two have been lucky in his career that the personnel playing around him have been pretty good because he wasn't he wasn't doing nothing in Miami until they got Tyreek Hill, who's the best receiver in football. Yeah. So, you know, look what Dak Dak done had to work with several people. Dak done had to come around and get this receiving core, you know, to their potential. I mean, if he was just a game manager, how CD catch all them balls? How do Brandon Cooks? What about now uh, 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 Gallup, 
Michael Gallup yeah. getting in the offense and Jake Ferguson. Nah, no, no, no. I think uh, your boy be looking for that that clickbait. Oh yeah, because you know, he done had Some numbers. He, well, he he got Christian Rock on there, Jess Hilarious on his podcast. Hell, we talking about his podcast right now. Uh, Charleston White, Jess Hilarious, Christian Rock. If that ain't no clickbait, I don't never know what clickbait yeah. is. That, you know, that's those are internet. If you don't, if people don't know, those are the biggest. Uh, some of the one of the couple of big uh, three of the biggest black. Uh, uh, internet celebrities or whatever you want, internet personalities you you want right. you want to call it. But. And then I think you had Keyshawn on, and yeah, Keyshawn on and, and Sherman. So he's had some. Yeah, both of them. Okay, I didn't see that. I saw, uh, I saw Brandon Brandon Marshall. You yeah. know, um, the, all the guys from the Pivot, Ryan Clark. Shannon Crowder and Fred Taylor, because that all that beef right there, and we got to talk about that another time. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Cam was saying he a game manager, yeah. And then I can't remember the the young lady from ESPN that was dogging Cam because she was like, it wasn't Malika Andrews because don't nobody like her. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't her. No, okay. I can't remember the young lady's name, but she. She said that uh, she said that Cam Cam is mad because he ain't thirty one of the thirty two quarterbacks on the a doggone team. It, yeah. it might be some truth to that. You know, you can't get a well, job. You know, I had somebody say that too about how what was it um, the Cleveland Browns? Mm-hmm. How Deshaun Watson went down, then their backup quarterback went down, and then they went in. Pulled somebody else. Joe Flacco. Yeah, instead of, and and again, this is a person who is a fan of Cam. Mm-hmm. But, like, why they couldn't get Cam? Cam not all yet. And I'm saying, well, yeah. I think Cam, Cam come, you know, my personal opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Cam, I think, has excluded himself from his, because of his antics. Yes, you know? yes. Yes. I think that's why people don't want to touch him because he don't get, you know, it's not like he automatically gets along with everybody. He's right. not the right. guy that, you know, you could just oh, say. He, I think he get along with people in the locker room, but I also think you're right. His, his antics with management and coaching. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to think, you know, a guy, uh, part of it is media, part of it is him, because what if he's the backup? To Dak Prescott and Dak having what if he was to back up to Dak last year? Everybody yeah. would have been like, "When y'all gonna put Cam in there? When y'all gonna put Cam in there?" And Cam might not even been the better quarterback. You know, if they be calling for number ten and Trey Lance, you know they surely was gonna be calling for Dak, and that's what you run into. Plus, the last two teams, Patriots and and uh, Carolina, he didn't play that well, but he did, also he didn't have a camp. You know, that was during COVID when he played with the Patriots. So it wasn't no training camp or none of that. But, uh, no, I think Joe Flacco's been in the league. Joe Flacco was backing up. What team was he on? I think Joe Flacco was with the Jets. And then the Jets let him go when they got Arizona. I mean, when they got uh, Aaron Rodgers. 
So Joe Flacco, been, he never was out of the league. And then this year they called him up, and he threw for 300 yards the other day, and they won. So yeah. I don't know, but you're right, Cam. Cam with them antics and all of that, and I don't think that podcast is endearing him to nobody because he's speaking his mind, which is okay. I think it's a good show. But, uh, yeah, that's why Cam ain't in the show right now. That's what you, You're right, his antics. Um, you want to switch up, talk about some college football? Yeah, you know, I'm some, you know, some people may not agree with my opinion about this. And I understand that college football is not the NFL, but I'm not going to bite my tongue. I'm salty about how they pick. You're talking about the, the college football playoffs, the four teams. Yes. Okay. I, I, so let's let's that. let's let's say who we, let's say who they pick. So you got in one bracket, you got Michigan versus Alabama. Yeah. In the other bracket, exactly. you got Washington versus Texas. Correct. So what are we missing? What what what's what's going on? Who's in? Who's out? Michigan right. in? Is Michigan so, in? So Michigan, yeah. They okay. Came in. Okay. No, I'm so, saying I'm in your opinion. Is Michigan in? My in? opinion. Yeah, Michigan. Okay. I, I can I can roll with Michigan. Okay, Alabama Alabama in. Roll with Michigan. No, I'm saying Alabama's it, in. Okay. No, yeah. I don't think they should be. Okay. I I just don't. I I think they're in because of their notoriety. You talking about Coach Coach Saban? I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think so, and personally. I don't know how you how do you push out Georgia with the record they had, the season they had, mm-hmm. and totally say they don't they don't deserve to be in. They don't deserve to be one of the four teams. Okay. I I just don't and you know, a lot of people are saying, Well, next year it'll be more teams. So who would you take out? I you know Who you take it out? Washington. No, you can't take Washington out. You know why? Because okay. they're in a Power Five conference and they undefeated. Okay. They won. They won. They won their conference. First, first of all, let me go back. The, the 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 football committee that votes on this, and this is why we end up having this doggone conversation. They garbage. They every are. every year they have different people to do it. They had Condoleezza Rice on that thing one year. What's she know about football? But see that's but to me, them expanding the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly coming this to twelve next, to twelve. Right. So you expand it to twelve. Mm-hmm. And does that stop these little men in tidy whities in a private room from voting on? Yeah, because because by the time you get down to the 12th team, you're going to be talking about teams with two losses. Ain't nobody going to care anyway. You know, okay. you're going to get the top eight teams. It's going to be hard to find eight undefeated teams, eight conference champions, eight you know, you know. By the time you get down to twelve, you're gonna be talking about okay. Do you want Kentucky at nine and three? 
or do you want or do you want uh, Baylor at nine and three? And only people gonna care about that is the people that's going to Kentucky and Baylor because they gonna get beat up anyway. It's, it's you know they don't have a chance in hell to win the title anyway at twelve. So it, it might be like it's always gonna be some argument, but it's gonna be a lesser argument when you get twelve teams. But you say so you say it should be Georgia and Texas and yep. Michigan and Alabama. Yes. Okay, so let me tell you why I, I think different. I think okay. that, you know, the goalpost is getting moved on this thing because when you win your conference, you're supposed to be in. If you win your Power 5 conference, you're supposed to be in. So Washington is in, Texas is in, and if you – I think Alabama should have been out. And I think – but okay, so how wait, is this going to work? Okay. Wait, I think you put Florida State. Florida State was undefeated. Okay. And they won the ACC. But they lost their quarterback. And they didn't play well the last two games. So the committee felt like they wasn't going to represent. So they let Alabama in. Okay, which is a bunch of BS because... We don't have to have an SEC team in the doggone playoffs if they ain't worthy, but they just took they just took Alabama because they beat Georgia. See, if you want Georgia to come in, then you might want to bring you might want to bring Ohio State in because even though Ohio State Ohio State stayed in the top five like Georgia the all year all year. Okay, but see, this is why I say this. Is this even going to be relevant once these teams move to their respective conferences mm-hmm. in the next next season? Because mm-hmm. you know Texas is supposed to be moving. Are yeah, they, they not? Yeah, they moving. Yeah, they moving to the SEC. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan. No. Are they moving? No, they stay in Big Ten. Okay, they're mm-hmm. staying. California teams okay. are moving to the Big Ten. It's weird. Yeah. So is this even going to be a conversation then? Yeah, because you put twelve teams in, and you got a you got a powerful. You know, if, if Texas in the SEC, and a lot of those California teams move to the Big Ten, those are going to be super conferences. Now you're going to have teams with one or two losses that get in because of the strength of their conference. You know, or the quote unquote reputation. Of their conference, so my thing, what I was, what, what, what you missing from me is that if you're going to use the Georgia logic, which is okay, you know what I'm saying they ten and one. I was saying if you're going to use Georgia logic, you got to use, you, you almost got to find a place for Ohio State too because Georgia was in the top five all year, Ohio State was in the top five all year, and they lost one game and they didn't win their conference. You see what I'm saying? But they've been a good team all year. So right. that's why I'm kinda of, and on that on that argument, I'm I'm agreeing with you. But the fact that they screwed over Florida State was amazing to me. Cause we could say, hey, uh, uh Alabama beat Georgia. I mean Alabama beat Georgia. Georgia went ten and one. I mean got one one loss and Alabama got one loss. Okay, but Florida State don't have nothing. Y'all didn't even let them in it because they didn't look good the last two games and they lost their Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. 
So why are you right. punishing them kids for for earning that, you know, earning their spot? But just because they don't look good, now you dropping them? You know, they, they dropped in the seating and you let you let Alabama in. I just it's 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 always good to talk about. I mean I, I mean, like I say, I ain't mad at you for making an argument for Georgia cause like I said, Ohio State can get in that. But I'm making an argument for Florida to kick Alabama to kick Alabama up out of there, let Florida do their thing. Their defense is good enough to beat Michigan. Michigan Michigan offense ain't no good. So why you, sure you know but, a lot of people are just tired of seeing Alabama. Yeah, well that's what I'm saying. So you can't dare have a college football championship or college football playoff without an SEC team. That's what y'all telling me. It don't matter. Not not you, yeah. but I'm saying the committee, college but you're football. That's what the committee is saying. Yeah. I get it. They didn't want to have another TC. Everybody is saying they didn't want to have another TCU game where TCU get beat, got beat sixty five to whatever. You know, by Georgia, that was a horrible game, but they shouldn't have let TCU in last year because TCU lost the TCU law had one loss. They lost the conference championship. They let them in anyway. So that's why I say it's all it's all kind of garbage. So basically, this year was just them not wanting to repeat that. Yeah, they didn't want to have. They wanted to have some good games, but I think it's a rip off of Florida State. That's what I'm saying. They undefeated. They won their conference. You know, and it's a big five conference. They should be in the playoffs, and Alabama should not. So that's just what I think. But I say this, after I said all that, I think Alabama going to win the whole thing. But, you Oh, know, really? Okay. Yeah, I do. I'm not sure how good the Longhorns are. I know the Longhorns beat Alabama, but that was earlier in the, in the year. So you don't think Michigan has a chance? No. Not because they got a real Michigan got a really good quarterback and he's a great athlete, but they play him in a pro style boring offense where uh, he don't he don't JJ McCarthy don't get to he don't get to use the skills that he has. I mean he run four four in the forty. They don't run him that much, you know. They don't do nothing to exploit his skills, and he just kind of you know the offense is kind of boring. So we'll see. I mean, it's always the reason you play the games. I think Washington is going to beat Texas, and I think if Texas okay. if Texas beat Washington, I don't know if they can beat Alabama. Now, if y'all they want to hook them horns and bring the Texas, bring the title back to Texas, I'm happy with that. But I don't know. That's just the way. Yeah. That's that's the way I see it. But I, I don't know. I, I I like your argument for Georgia. I do because, like I said, it's a lot of people that should have got in. Besides Alabama. Right. I just do. I wouldn't mind seeing Ohio. Alabama is just the moneymaker. Oh, yes. Yeah. You yes. Wanna, they they can't, you know, they can talk talk and say not, but that's what it is. Alabama brings the viewers. Mm-hmm. Alabama brings the money. Mm-hmm. Texas, too. I mean, the, the, the Sugar Bowl sold out already. I mean, them tickets yeah. is hard to come by. Saw somebody was talking about that the other day. That's pretty much a home game for Texas. It's close enough because it's a lot. Of, I mean, what is New Orleans like? Eight and a half hours. Something like in a car, eight and a half hours. Right. You know, something like that. Maybe seven if you haul ass. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, I know. I know in a truck. No bathroom breaks. Yeah. Well, in a, in a truck, governed at sixty-five, I made it nine and a half straight. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. 
That's, that's interesting. Like I said, that's why I thought when, when we was kind of talking pre-show, I was like, I don't know, no, no, let's say that because your argument is legit. I think my argument is legit. And it's, it's the, it's the thing about the whole series because I was surprised at what you were saying. You was like, Georgia. I was like, yeah, that surprised me, but I can't say not. Right. You know, I can't say no. And that's why I say it's a case for all them teams. It's a case for every team. You know, you can make a case for everybody except Alabama. I just don't think they should have been in. Right. Period. Exactly. No Georgia. No Georgia. No Alabama. Florida State. Put Florida State right there. They did everything right. required of them to get in, and they just screwed them over. It was a big deal a couple of weeks ago when they was talking about that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, and we won't see any more college football until, what, the last week of December? Mm-hmm. Before the the championship? Bowl. We got a lot of bowl games. Well, you know, true. Yeah. Then we, we had been talking about Coach Prime. Coach Prime got a lot of flack because he lost them games. And he'd been recruiting and he'd been working on stuff. I, I kind of like the fact that people are pulling away from him. And talking noise about him, and you got people like Jason Whitlock. Do you know who Jason Whitlock is? He's playing for the Cowboys. No, no, no. That's Jason Whitten. Jason uh, Whitlock is the big brother that that was on Fox, and he just don't. Jason Whitlock is a black dude, but he don't like black people. Mm. And he just dogging Dion, and he any 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 he hates LeBron, he hates Dion, he he mm. you know he's. He's the classic uh, clickbait guy where he's going to talk noise and people going to line up to listen to him. And I'm even talking about him right now. But, you know, he's been dogging Coach Sanders and he's been talking, you know, talking to players. And people don't realize. Well, I didn't even know who he was, so he ain't important in my book. There you go. Well, I just can't. (laughs) I see some people and I just can't stand them. He one of them. Yeah, uh, he probably another Stephen A. He's worse than Stephen A. Oh. Yeah, Stephen A clowns people unnecessarily, but Jason Stephen A, I don't think Stephen A hates. I think he just clown people. Mm. Willock hate he Willock is hate. Uh Whitlock is, is, is Jason Willock is all hate. Because he was talking to some players from Colorado and they were saying, Well, uh I didn't get to talk to Coach Prime. I, I tried to go to Coach Prime's office and he had me in there with another coach, and I didn't really get to talk to him directly. Or he doesn't let you just walk in his office. You got to knock on the door before you enter. I'm sorry, but whose office in any business, in the whether it's CEO, boss, manager, whatever, Burger King to Fortune 500, you got to be announced when you come in somebody's office, or you got to knock when you come in somebody's office. You know. Right. I mean, unless you his kids, probably yeah, they probably got to announce themselves. But they was just going off on Dion about little stuff like that, and you know, he told me I wasn't going to be here and I need to transfer. And that's another thing when these kids go in the transfer portal that you hear about so much, they make it like it's a bad thing. Like the kids just can't, you know, they don't want to compete and they want to, they want to, they babies. Well, that's not true because a lot of these coaches are telling them we have no plans for you. You might as well go and get up out of here. So the coaches are making room 
to give somebody else their scholarship by asking these guys to leave. They're not just leaving because they cry babies. They, the coaches are using the transfer portal just as much as the kids are, but they're spending it like it's all kids. So, you know, and then they paying big money in college. Right. Some of these quarterbacks making a million dollars to switch schools. I say more power to you because I had a college athlete. And his, yeah. he, and he was broke. His pockets was my pockets. So, <laughs> so you know, hey, you give him some money. Hey, they giving you some money. Yeah, go on, take that. Right. You know, right. a couple of times he got too much money for his refund. He said, Dad, they give me my whole uh, uh, GSA, GSL, Guaranteed Student Loan. They gave me the whole thing back. What do you think I should do? I said, don't tell me. Don't tell nobody else. Don't ask no questions. Hey, right. and don't don't spend it all in one place. How about that? Right, exactly. And I mean, and as much money as they make off these kids mm-hmm. at some of these schools, yeah. They deserve something, minimum wage or something. Yeah, stipend or something. Yeah. yeah. But they got to put this NIL stuff under, under control because these kids are getting too much money. Too much money. I saw a guy today. I got a friend of mine I played ball with. Uh, he uh, His son plays with UT. And that boy pulled up in a big old F-150, brand new, standing there with the salesman. I don't mm. know if his dad, his dad made good money, so he might have bought it. But boy, I, I doubt it. I, I don't I don't know for sure. But it looked like, hey, they hooking him up over there. And it's legal to do that. Yeah. And I ain't mad at him. Yeah. I ain't mad at him. Again, I say I don't I don't see nothing wrong with giving him a, a little something because again, in at the end of the day, if they are playing in their second year and get hurt, and it's a game-ending injury or a, or a career-ending, mm-hmm. okay, guess what? They made all this money for the school, and what do they have? Well, some schools, some schools, most schools will honor your scholarship if it's a, if it's a career-ending injury. That goes into another category, you know. This, you know, some of those schools will honor your scholarship. Some of them won't. It all depends on what the program does. It's not a, it's not a mandated thing by the NCAA. As if the school can't afford it. You know, just like if you, I used to warn my son about playing basketball. You know, and me and the coach in his co- in college kind of got on him because he wanted to play basketball in the summer. I said, hey, if you work, if you, if you work out, and. uh you tear your knee up working out, they ain't going to say nothing. They're going to get you on rehab. They're going to say, okay, it's all good. But if you playing basketball and you break something, hey, part of all of your scholarship, going you're you going to get reduced or they're going to take your scholarship and give it to somebody else because you got hurt doing a non-approved, non-approved activity. So, you know, we, yeah. we me and the coach both had that conversation with him because he wasn't listening. But, you know, lucky for him, he didn't do nothing like that. But there's it's a lot of things going on with, with college football that we don't know about. I think they should give them kids money, but I think it should be a cap on it because how you going to tell somebody, you give somebody a million dollars that's 18 years old. Man, you give me $150 at 18 years old, I wouldn't, man, I'm going crazy. 
<laughs> but a million dollars, them kids. Oh, I, you know, I totally agree. But I, I still say, you know, yes, make a cap on it. Yes, let's put some provisions, mm-hmm. some protocols, some policies behind it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, let's do it. Because, again, how much money are you making off the Travis Hunters? Oh, how yeah. Many, how much money oh, yeah. are you making off of? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because people get excited, they get behind stuff, you know, um, the commercials, the you know. Well, the see, gear. before before NIL, it wasn't no, it wasn't you know they them kids got their own commercial now, you know they got mm-hmm. their own brand, they 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 getting all kind of money. I'm just saying it creates a different animal when those kids have exposure to that money. Now the best thing them kids could do. If they get money, they can go ahead. They can help their family. Right. You know, but right. a lot of times, like the kids at A&M, A&M had like the number one recruiting class a couple of years ago. And all them, when NIL came out, A&M opened their they, they, they money up. They got the number one recruiting class. Hell, them kids, a couple of them kids went and bought Hellcats, you know, them Dodge Hellcats, and started, you know, burning rubber inside garages. And they filming it, putting on YouTube. See? That's crazy stuff with that money right there. Right, right. That's what I'm well, talking about. And that's what I said. Let's put some provisions yeah. in place. Let's put some, you know, policies and protocols, yeah. of course. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, I'm like you. Why can't they at least help their family? You know? Oh, yeah. You can do that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, hey, all I want, hey, I had two in college at the same time and one coming up. And at one time I had three in college, so it's like, yeah, you know, my my hard work and and and, and God's goodwill, I got, I was able to take care of that, you know, and uh, by the grace of God, I should say. But yeah, I was blessed, but man, nil money would have sure helped. I I I'd shot a I'd shot a couple of commercials for him. <laughs> you know. <laughs> For sure. I don't know many parents that wouldn't. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna see what Coach Prime wanna do next year. And yeah, uh I think he's he's definitely he definitely um has sparked an interest yeah. that wasn't there before. Um Yeah, but just like so. he got the good, he got the bad. And I kinda mm-hmm. like I kinda like when people start counting him out. Guess what he do? He come back even stronger. Right, and he learned. You know, he all he always learned from his mistakes. But uh, yeah, we got uh, we got uh, some high school football where them guys. You know, we got we got uh, the three peak where Desoto, South Oak Cliff, and Duncanville. Uh, if they all win, it's going to be the second time all three of them win. You know, they didn't win. Uh, South Oak Cliff going to win three times if they win, but it's going to be a three-peat from them two, them three teams from the Metroplex. Okay. And it's the first time that they all been led by black coaches. It's the first time in the state of Texas where all the top teams are coached by black coaches, even the teams from Houston. So that's pretty good. That's pretty all good right. stuff. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah. So there's some historic stuff going on. Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Well, I think we about covered everything. Do you? What you think? You got something else? I think What's we going did. On? I think we. 
I think we got everybody caught up now. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys sure. twenty eight. Cowboys twenty eight fourteen. That's what you're saying. Twenty eight fourteen. All right. Well, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that's what happened. I'm hoping I don't have to go to the store on them. Yeah, I ain't going to the store. <laughs> yeah. I just you know my nerves get a little bad. Oh, today, okay. Well, yeah. They've been doing good lately. Yeah. So I hadn't had to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll they'll do that to you, but they've been playing so well. Uh, you said somebody let down early. Yeah, it's possible. I hope not. Yeah. But man, they've been. You know, uh, I've I've heard people say that that was an emotional win for them against the Eagles. I don't know if it it was a, a it was a win, but I think that I don't think they scared of the Eagles. I think they knew they could whoop the Eagles. I just think everybody else didn't know. We didn't know, but I think they knew. Yeah. So I don't think sure. it was I don't think it was as emotional as people have been saying. No, I don't think so. I think I think they exited against them and yeah. it worked. Oh yeah. Well, That's our show for today. Yes. And it's been good, and we're going to do it again. This right here has been I Said What I Said with Joe and Janelle. And Janelle, let's do it again. All right. <laughs>